Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best program for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day. That's why since July 2021, we've had a new podcast episode every day because we want to give you something to listen to every day. Most of these daily episodes are short, maybe only 10 minutes, although a few are much longer, especially the ones where we speak with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English. Some are in a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few, we only speak in Spanish. We also have the occasional throwback episode, where we play a previously recorded Instagram Live. Sometimes we give tips on how to improve your English, while other times we talk about a wide variety of topics. I hope you enjoy the podcast, and check out keeptalking.co to sign up for a free trial interaction with Keep Talking and to learn more about our memberships. And hey, if you've been listening to Keep Talking Podcast for a while and you like our content, please share our podcast with a friend who you know would like it too. Thanks in advance, and now on to the show. What's up, talkers? In this episode, we're going to talk about a political topic an international political conflict topic, something we don't talk about very often. And I'm going to be speaking basically all in English, but explaining a few key phrases in Spanish. Now, the first thing you should know is I do not know that much about this particular topic, which is why I've picked three sources of information, and I'm basically just going to read what I find in these sources of information, these articles, okay? Also, I don't believe that any of these sources are unbiased. All of these sources, everything, every source, every news source nowadays is biased, okay? Even if I'm reading some of this from Wikipedia, I believe Wikipedia is biased. Every news source is biased, in my opinion. The days of Walter Cronkite, <laughs> a famous U.S. news reporter from way back when, are gone. Everything is politically biased, okay? What I'm going to try to do in this episode is talk about this conflict from as unbiased of a perspective as possible. I'm just going to read essentially the news, explain some of the key terms in Spanish, and you can decide what you want about the political reasons and everything for the conflict. So I've got three articles here. The topic is the Ukraine-Russia border crisis, which is ongoing in January, late January of 2022 as I'm recording this. And so what I'm going to do is first, well, I actually am going to use CNN. CNN in the United States is a very, well, very biased, a politically left-leaning democratic uh, news channel and of course website here but I'm going to use CNN to introduce it what's the latest what's the latest on this topic right this these tensions on the Ukraine Russia border crisis because there's a lot of talk in the United States about how we might literally go to war with Russia over this so I'm going to introduce it talk about the latest from CNN then I'm going to sort of give a background of the conflict that is on Wikipedia. And then I'm going to do one more where it sort of talks about from CFR, from the Council on Foreign Relations, which looks very professional and unbiased, but it's probably also biased because everything is biased. Okay, so 
Here we go. What's the latest from CNN? Well, the latest from CNN, where things stand. Where things stand is, ¿dónde están las cosas ahora? The Kremlin, the Kremlin is, of course, where the Russian leadership is. It's like the White House of Russia. <laughs> the Kremlin said written responses from U.S. and NATO. NATO is, of course, the alliance between the U.S. and many European countries. Uh, the Kremlin said written reports from U.S. and NATO on Russian security demands fail to address its concerns. So basically, they can't reach an agreement. Que no están de acuerdo con lo que está pasando. Uh, Russia and the United States. After long talks, after hours long talks Wednesday, Russian and Ukrainian negotiators agreed that a permanent ceasefire in eastern Ukraine must be observed unconditionally. Que un, como se dice, como que, que no van a disparar, o sea, un paro de, de fuego, de, 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 de disparar armas, tiene que pasar y tiene que ser no condicional, okay? Tensions between Moscow and Kiev. Moscow is the capital of Russia. Kiev is the capital of Ukraine. I apologize if I pronounce any of these things wrong. Are at their highest in years with a large Russian troop buildup near the shared borders of the two former Soviet republics. Entonces hay muchas tropas rusias allí pues en la frontera pues supuestamente van a invadir pues la tierra ucraniana y, y todo, ¿sí? Ukraine's foreign minister says Russia has not yet assembled enough troops for a full-scale invasion. Que no tienen suficientes tropas supuestamente para invasión eh, completa. Okay, so how did we get here? Going to this Wikipedia page. The Russo, 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 let's go with Russo, Ukrainian war is an ongoing and protracted conflict that started in February 2014 primarily involving Russia and pro-Russian forces on one hand and Ukraine on the other, supported by NATO and the European Union. The war has centered on the status of Crimea. I think it's Crimea. I'm not sure how they actually pronounce it, but um, I think it's Crimea is the way we pronounce it, and parts of the Donbass, which are largely internationally recognized as part of Ukraine. Following the Euromaidan protests and subsequent removal of Ukrainian President Viktor Yanukovych on February 22nd and amidst pro-Russian unrest in Ukraine, Russian soldiers without insignias, o sea, básicamente soldados mm, undercover, soldados no oficiales, took control of strategic positions and infrastructure within the Ukrainian territory of Crimea. On March 1, 2014, the Federation Council of the Russian Federation unanimously adopted a resolution to petition Rus Russian President Vladimir Putin to use military force in Ukraine. The resolution was adopted several days later after the start of the Russian military operation on the returning of Crimea. Russia then annexed Crimea and the annexation, gosh, what is, um, I always forget, what's, what's the word for annex, annexation? What do they even mean, annexed? The annexation of Puerto Rico, I always hear about that. Annexation to add, okay, yeah, to add as an additional part. Entonces, como que lo agregó a su, su propia tierra, digamos, okay? 
annexed Crimea after a widely criticized local referendum, which was organized by Russia after the capturing of the Crimean parliament, <clears throat> excuse me, in which the population of the Autonomous Republic of Crimea voted to join the Russian Federation. Entonces ellos en Crimea votaron a unir a Rusia. Entonces todo empezó allí, right? So in November 2014, the Ukrainian military reported intensive movement of troops and equipments from Russia into the separatist-controlled parts of eastern Ukraine. Okay, so this was all happening in 2014. Okay, then in 2015, the Washington Post <laughs> reported that Russia has redeployed some of its elite unit from Ukraine to Syria to support Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. So this, there's another element, an international element in it where, <laughs> well, Russia is supporting the Syrian president. The U.S. was not in support of the Syrian president. There are a lot of elements to this conflict, right? So the Ukrainian conflict essentially started back in 2014 with the annexation of Crimea, with this conflict over Crimea. And like I said, if I'm getting any of these facts wrong, I apologize. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know that much about this conflict. But I did want to talk about it since it's something that's ongoing and could, hopefully not, <laughs> could lead to a real war between the United States and Russia. Um, I'll go over one last thing, and before I do that, I will say I encourage all of you to, in your spare time, just look at what's going on, hopefully from an unbiased source. But the last source is the Council on Foreign Relations here that talks about the conflict in Ukraine and recent developments. It says, the conflict in eastern Ukraine has transitioned to a stalemate. A stalemate significa que como que no hay ningún movimiento, nadie está ganando, nadie está perdiendo, está como empatado. After it first erupted in early 2014, but shelling and skirmishes, shelling significa básicamente usando pues armas de, de, bueno, armas de fuego, pero también como bombas, todo. And skirmishes son como peleas pues más pequeñas o grandes, still regularly occur, including an escalation in violence in the spring of 2021. In October 2021, Russia began moving troops and military equipment near the border with Ukraine, reigniting concerns over a potential invasion. Commercial satellite imagery and social media posts from November and December 2021 showed... <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Have you ever sneezed in the middle of a podcast? Has estornudado en el medio de un podcast? Muy serio sobre eso. Okay, so. Showed armor, missiles, and other heavy weaponry moving toward Ukraine. Juro que no tengo COVID. Toward Ukraine with no official explanation. By December, more than 100,000 troops were in place near the border, and U.S. intelligence officials warned that Russia may be planning an invasion of Ukraine in early 2022. In mid-December 2021, the Russian Foreign Ministry issued a set of demands which included a ban on Ukraine entering the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. So they don't want, ellos no quieren que Ukraine entra en el NATO, en esa organización eh, del 
North Atlantic Treaty con todos los otros países europeos, and a reduction of NATO troops and military equipment in Eastern Europe in order for its military forces to be withdrawn. The United States and other NATO allies rejected these demands and have warned Russia of retaliation if Ukraine is invaded, including economic sanctions and other assistance has been deployed to Ukraine, including small arms and other defensive weaponry. So that's basically where we're at. Like I said, I know this was just me reading, reporting, well, reading what other people have written about this topic, trying to be unbiased about it. If it's something that interests you, I encourage you to study it in your spare time, and hopefully we won't go into an all-out war in Ukraine. All right, talkers, we'll talk again soon. Peace. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best program for you to reach an advanced level of English. Go to keeptalking.co to sign up for your free trial if you haven't already. And remember to share this podcast with a friend who you think would like it as well. Heck, don't just share it with one friend. Share it all over social media. Let's